Saints fans, Pelicans fans, let's go. This is the Black and Blue Report. Black. Bree is going to go deep. He's got ground. Touchdown. Blue. Down the lane. Shoots. No. Tip follow in for Davis with three tenths of a second left. Welcome into the podcast for the fans, straight from the teams they love. It's good to see you guys, and uh, I didn't know we had Studio B here in our facility. Good setup. Now that I know where your guys' little office is, I can pop in here whenever I want. Well, we're playing through AD, and so everybody's going to have to adjust to that. Coaches, players, analysts, celebrities, and more. That guy's Anthony Mackie. I've gotten in many of our arguments about the Pelicans and the Saints uh, over the years. Harry County Jr. joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. Undoubtedly, to me, the Saints are the singular reason that New Orleans is back on the map. Hoda Kotb from the Today Show on NBC, our guest. You know, New Orleans gets in your blood. The Saints never leave it once they get in there. This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio. Wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report? Greetings from Studio B, and welcome into the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Good day here on campus. Sean Kelly with you. Daniel Salerson is alongside. And uh, we're going to talk both football and basketball today. We're going to look ahead, actually, to the Tampa Bay game already. Well, we kind of usually do that on Tuesdays. We try to usually get somebody from the opposing team as far as uh, one covering them. And we'll do that today with uh, Scott Smith. He's the senior writer and editor of Buccaneers.com. Good guest. He'll start to uh, lift the lid a little bit for us on what we'll expect or look to see from the Buccaneers, who won in dramatic fashion over the Steelers this past weekend. So we'll look ahead to that. We'll also look back a little bit more at the Dallas game. I know, I know, but have to. Uh, we're going to do so with the vet, though. Jonathan Goodwin, the uh, starting center for the New Orleans Saints, is our guest today on the Black and Blue Report. And on the basketball side, John, John DeShazer jumps in uh, as he visited yesterday during media day with Omer Ashik, the new starting center for the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, with a very thick accent. I think that you'll enjoy uh, the visit that John had with Omer yesterday, and we'll learn a little bit more about him. I just met him for the first time, so uh, he is as new as new gets. I think probably Omer and John Salmons are probably the two newest guys that will be with us for some time. There are there are some camp guys that have come in that I'm still getting to know a little bit, but as far as kind of the regulars, if you will, um, Ashik and Salmons are still trying to think figure out how to get to and from the facility and looking for places to live and whatnot. So we'll get our first conversation with Omer today on the Black and Blue Report. By the way, if you missed yesterday's show, we had General Manager Dell Demps on, and as always, all these Black and Blue Reports are archived. Uh, just because today's show is up and you're listening to it, that doesn't mean you. if you missed yesterday, you can't go back and listen to what Dell had to say prior to the start of Media Day, which was a lot of fun, by the way. The guys were in a really good mood. As a matter of fact, on the... Uh, on the Pelicans.com website yesterday, we did a, a live program yesterday streaming kind of media day activity, and uh, the whole thing got taken over by Anthony Davis and Ryan Anderson and Drew Holiday, most notably. Um, they uh, hammed it up pretty good, and it's a good, it's a good watch uh, if you want to go back and check that out. I think that the uh, folks over there at Pelicans.com today are going to do kind of a best of that show that we did yesterday or live stream we did yesterday 
Uh, so you may be able to see a little bit of a condensed version of that that probably will be up later today. Um, we'll try and keep you posted via Twitter and whatnot. Otherwise, I'll have more definitive word for you tomorrow on the program. So our basketball conversation continues today. Football, obviously, too. And uh, we're glad that you joined us. Speaking of Twitter, don't forget, you can always get today's lineup on our Twitter accounts, and that is at Black Blue Report, or you can follow me on Twitter if you like, at Sean Kelly Live. All right, so Jonathan Goodwin here in just a moment, and then we'll talk with Scott Smith from Buccaneers.com and also Omer Ashik with John DeShazer before we get out of here on this Tuesday. Back in a moment. The New Orleans Pelicans are taking flight, and you don't want to miss any of the action. The Pelicans' five-game flex plan presented by Domino's is the opportunity to pick the games right for you. Ticket plans are the only way to guarantee seats to the biggest games, including the matchup against LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Plus, each plan comes with a free Domino's pizza. Five-game packages start as low as $45. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to score your five-game plan today. Fans cheer on your Pelicans as they play their final preseason game against the Dallas Mavericks at the CenturyLink Center in Bossier City on Thursday, October 23rd. Prices start at just $9 from www.ticketmaster.com. While in town, enjoy the opening weekend of the State Fair of Louisiana, our numerous casinos, including the world-famous Horseshoe Casino, and Hotel. Check out hotel packages for the game and other things to do at shreveport bossierorg or call 888-45-VISIT. Hi, it's Mark Romig. When I'm not announcing touchdown Saints, I'm listening to the Black and Blue Report. John DeShazer and I were back in the Saints locker room yesterday, the day after the loss to the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, wanted to continue the conversation about that and where things stand with the uh, the Saints going into now this this final week of play before the all-important bye week. Buccaneers upcoming. Um, but we're going to talk more about the Dallas Cowboy game and where things will go this week with Veterans Center Jonathan Goodwin. I certainly wanted to talk to a veteran <laughs> after yesterday. How, how did you How did you process last night? Uh, it was tough last night. You know, uh, I think everybody in this locker room has uh, high expectations, and you know, I think in all three phases, no one felt like you know we played like we're capable of. Uh, you know, you know. Bad night, but at the same time, you know, today you got to look at it and uh, find a way to learn from it and move on. And uh, you know, you know, we don't want to keep saying, you know, there's time, even though there is time. But you know, we want to, you know, get get it rolling right now because we don't, you know, want to be in week ten saying, you know, <laughs> still saying, you know, <laughs> there's time because there won't be time. Right. I I got the feeling, maybe I'm off, but I got the feeling that each week you guys were improving. Mm-hmm. There was some sense of improvement whether it was something that needed to be fixed or that you just simply need to get better at. Did, did last night kind of erode some of that in some way? Uh, you know, it, it, it definitely wasn't the way we wanted to play. You know, there were some good things that came out of that game, but, you know, unfortunately I think we dug ourselves too big of a hole. And, uh, you know, but, you know, the, the later part of the game, I think we played better. But, you know, in this league, Sometimes when you dig that big of a hole, it's hard to come back. So there's still some positives, but at the end of the day, you don't want. It's hard to find too many positives when you lose 38-17. But you know, still got a lot of confidence in this team. I, I think we have a locker room of guys who who want to get it figured out, who want to be a successful team, and you know, hopefully it can start this week. 
Jonathan, what's the balance between kind of having an even keel, maintaining, I guess, the rhythm or the routine of a normal football week, and then that one to probably all of a sudden sit down and make a to-do list or a checklist and say, we better fix this, this, and this? Uh, well, I think we always, you know, you're always trying to correct problems. And, you know, even when you're winning, you got to correct problems. So I think, you know, I think, you know, that's an ongoing process. And, you know, I think that's something we, we would be doing win or lose. But, you know, at the same time, we, we can't panic. You know, you don't want to panic because panic can lead to, you know, some things getting worse. So, you know, I, I think we're just going to come out and, you know, continue to work hard and practice and in the film room. And, you know, we just got to take it to the field. Let me just stay on your side of the ball. Offensively, what's rubbing you the wrong way right now? What's something that has to be, a, in your eyes, a topic of conversation? Uh, you know, I just I think we got to get in our rhythm, you know, stop the negative plays. I think that some negative plays are killing our rhythm on offense. And, you know, this offense, when, you know, when we're in rhythm, you know, that's usually when we're tough to stop. So, uh, you know, whether it be a penalty or somebody giving up a pressure or a hit on Drew or – a drop. I think in all areas, we just got to eliminate those things. You've got some young guys around here to take care of. Uh, there's going to be noise. There already is. What do you tell them about a week like this where there's, whether it's going to the grocery store or media or anybody else, what do you tell them about handling this kind of a week? Well, you, you know, you just... <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, all you can do is do your best to stay focused and, uh, you know, you know, uh, you hear noise, but you you know what's going on inside this locker room. So that's all you can stay focused on and come in and uh, get and uh, try to improve. You know, we, we we understand, you know, why you might hear some noise. But uh, the only way we can fix it is by just, you know, coming in, working hard, and staying focused and getting better. On another topic, when I heard last week Goody's got a high ankle sprain, I said, well, no way he plays. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Well, Believe it or not, this wasn't the first time I've uh, been able to play with one. I, I, I think I dealt with one for a month in the old nine season. But, uh, you know, honestly, when I got here Monday, even talk to, talking to some of the docs, it didn't uh, look like there was a chance. And then, you know, Tuesday I woke up, some of the swelling had gone out, and I was able to move my foot around a good bit. And it just got better each day. So, you know, and I just felt like Friday doing a little bit of work that it was good enough for me to be able to play. So, you know, it's something I got to stay on top of and so I can get my full strength back and, you know, be able to play to the best of my village. Did it hold you back last night? Could you feel it? <laughs> I mean, at times, you know, you know, it felt some discomfort, but yeah. no excuses. Uh, you know, if I'm out there, you know, I feel I can get the job done. So, you know, I'm just keep staying on top of it, make sure I stay on top of it. That way it doesn't become a problem. You wear baseball cleats as opposed to football <laughs> shoes, don't you? Yeah. When, when did that start and why? It's... I think I've been doing it for maybe seven or eight years. Uh, you know, I remember, you know, being in New York, Kevin McGuire used to do it. And then, you know, I, what I found, I have a wide foot. What I found with the baseball cleats is they're usually wider than a lot of football cleats. So that's that's that was one of the reasons that I started. So it's about a base, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> comfort. <laughs> Definitely comfort. Aren't they... Aren't baseball cleats more squared off? Than, yeah. I'm sure there's been a few yeah. defensive linemen that have been not been real happy with you on their hands with those things. Yeah, well, I, I think they – I don't think they hurt any worse than any other cleats. So, <laughs> you know, as long as they're molded and not the metal ones, I think I'm all right. <laughs>
Fair enough. Here's to a good week, Jonathan. Thanks. All right, more Saints talk coming up in just a moment, or should I say specifically Tampa Bay Buccaneers talk. We want to look ahead to the next opponent. We'll do so with Scott Smith right after this. Lotto is all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. From the neon lights of Shreveport, Bossier City, to the banks of Grand Isle, Lotto is your game. It doesn't leave the state, and there's nothing like it anywhere else. It's Louisiana fun just for Louisiana. Lotto, it's a whole lot of cash. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Gatorade knows every victory starts from within. It's the determination to come up big when it matters most. But no athlete does it alone. They need training and fuel to perform. That's how greatness comes from within. Win from within. Game on with NFL Ticket Exchange, the only official ticket exchange of the NFL, where 100% of tickets are verified by Ticketmaster. Buy and sell the NFL-approved way. Visit NFLTicketExchange.com. Together, we make football. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com, your first stop when following your teams. The New Orleans Saints jump back into the division this weekend when they host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And with that, we'd start to look ahead a little bit with Scott Smith from Buccaneers.com. Of course, Tampa Bay coming off of a very nice 27-24 comeback win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Scott, I'm sure things feel pretty good in the Bay Area this morning. Yeah, we needed that one, and it was a nice plane ride home after the trip from Atlanta. Dramatic to say the least, wouldn't you say? Yes. Yes, it was, and I think um, it was helpful, too, in that Lovey Smith was able to get his players that feeling that this plan is working, that if you stick with it, this is what can happen. And he's felt all along that the team has done a good job of staying in it and fighting even when things weren't going well, so... They fought in that game, and it went their way at the end, and I think everybody feels a lot more confident now because of that. Is this the start of a team identity for Lovey Smith and the Buccaneers, or are we still too far away from that? Well, people throw that word around a lot here, identity, especially in pertaining to our offense. I don't think we know what it is yet. Um, For one reason, I don't think we know who's going to be starting a quarterback every game for the rest of the way, so it's kind of hard to really have an identity until you know that. And then also, I didn't. while we ran the ball relatively well in Pittsburgh, certainly wasn't the results that Lovey's looking for. So I think you're really going to see, I don't know if we really saw our identity there uh, in terms of how we looked on offense. And defense, like a lot of teams in this division, were certainly not alone, had a lot of injuries. So we just started to get a couple guys back, like Jerome McCoy and Michael Johnson. And it looked a little bit more like what you should expect, but still just one turnover in that game, and that's been a problem for us so far. Mike, you mentioned quarterback. Why not Mike Lennon? What's holding that up? Well, I'm not sure that I'm not sure it won't be Mike Lennon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the coach isn't going to say right now. No, I don't think any coach in this position would. There's no reason to until you know when Josh McCown's coming back. I know there's a lot of confidence internally in Josh McCown, and I don't think a lot of the fans in the Bay Area share that yet because they haven't really got a chance to see it firsthand. So. Certainly a lot of sentiment in the area for Mike Glennon. Certainly Mike Glennon has done nothing wrong, but does a player lose his starting job due to injury? I know it happens sometimes. Um, I don't think I can answer why not Mike Glennon because he's certainly shown that he's deserving. So what are the strengths right now of this football team if you had to look at it? Well, I think our defensive line starting to look a lot better than it used to, than it has for years. Uh, it's something they've been trying to do 
for years here. You know, Gerald McCoy sort of has emerged as the linchpin there, and they wanted an outside complement to him. That's why Michael Johnson was the number one target in free agency, signed him right off the bat. And he rolls his ankle about five plays into the first game, and we didn't really get to see him until um, Sunday in Pittsburgh. And he had two sacks, forced to fumble, third play of the game. And and uh, so I think with those two working that inside-outside pressure combination, that's a strength for us. Um, our running game with Doug Martin and Bobby Rainey is a strength. And really, I think, and now a lot of people are talking about it, our offensive line, which has really been a problem area for us in recent years, especially last year, has quietly looked really good. And the trade for Logan Mankins made a big splash, and then everybody stopped talking about it. But Logan Mankins is playing really well. And that whole line, just they're playing tough. They're not allowing a lot of sacks. People aren't really talking about it yet, but I think that's a big strength for us. Interesting. Scott Smith is the senior writer and editor for Buccaneers.com. He does a thing each week called Stat Shots. Uh, Scott, it's worth checking out. I think that fans should really uh, take a peek at that. You did one for your win against the Steelers. What did you, in your deep dive there, uh, learn more, I guess, about where things stand currently with you know, some of the things that you just talked about and the fact that you got that win? Well, you know, I was shocked that you talked about that article. I was shocked to look up. I wanted to see where Lewis Murphy's 99 yards in his first ever game as a Buccaneer receiving yards ranked because – we signed him back. He was with us in the preseason. We signed him back on Tuesday, uh, you know, and he really he had about two practices to get into the offense, and then he has 99 yards, including the biggest catch of the game other than the winning touchdown right before that for 41 yards. That's the most receiving yards that a player has ever had in his first game as a Buccaneer. I really thought it would be something, some rookie with a 100-yard game, but talk about, you know, saving the offense when Mike Evans pulled up with a groin injury in that game and suddenly Lewis Murphy, who was signed five days earlier, is starting opposite Vincent Jackson. And lots of times that guy just disappears, and he was huge for us. What did Murphy say after the game? I mean, obviously he had to have something interesting to to help give you some perspective on what he pulled off. Yeah, he's a great guy, and he's a Bay Area native. And so and he played at University of Florida, and he went to um, Oakland and Carolina and Giants. But when he signed here, I remember talking to him the day he signed here in the spring, and he was so happy to be here. And when we had preseason games, you could see the the section of the end zone with all his family members. And so he was he didn't deny that he was really disappointed to be cut on the final cuts. We kept Chris Owusu instead of him originally. And he had a bit of a back injury that he'd gotten in the final preseason game. So I think he was always kind of on the back burner for us, and fortunately he didn't get signed anywhere else, and, and they made that move. And he was he's just a really – level-headed and and um, just an appreciative guy. So he was he was pretty happy, and everybody's happy for him. Scott, when the team gets back together tomorrow and practice resumes for both teams, um, what will be the conversation in Tampa Bay or in the in that area about this matchup here coming this weekend at New Orleans? Well, I think we all know that even though New Orleans, the Saints obviously struggled this past weekend. They're they're a really tough draw there in the, the in the dome, and we. We've had some tough afternoons there. Um, you know, it's always, it always starts with Drew Brees. Uh, I think most head coaches that I've been around since I've been here have basically said we know Drew Brees is going to get his yards. We just have to limit them. We can't really stop him. He might throw for 300 yards, but we have to be tight in the red zone, try to limit the really big plays, and and keep the score manageable. So I'm sure Drew Brees is going to be the main topic of conversation. I would imagine, and I'm sure that the uh, Buccaneers and maybe some of their unpredictability here will be on the uh, (laughs) Saints' side of the conversation. 
Scott, safe travel to New Orleans this weekend. I hope that you have a great week covering the Buccaneers, and we look forward to seeing you. Thank you. It was fun talking about it. Absolutely. Scott Smith with us, the senior writer and editor of Buccaneers.com. Here on the Black and Blue Report, we'll turn our attention to basketball in a moment. Get to know Omer Ashik a little more right after this. At the Auctioner Hospital for Children, no matter where you turn, you're surrounded by bravery. Children and teens dealing with health problems beyond their years. Parents working hard to keep the worry from their face. Doctors and nurses doing everything possible to get them back home where they belong. From rare brain tumors and leukemia to heart conditions and organ transplants, we offer a level of pediatric care unmatched in Louisiana. With more advanced capabilities than any other children's hospital in the region, even our kids-only ER can handle any pediatric emergency. In fact, the only thing tougher than the problems we see every day are the kids themselves. Choose the Auctioner Hospital for Children and never wonder if you could have done more. Call 866-AUCTIONER to find an affiliated pediatrician near you. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. We call it No Appointment Radio. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. The Pelicans hit the practice floor today. It is finally here, the start of training camp 2014. They will practice twice a day for the next couple of days. The first practice was earlier this morning from 10 until noon. They'll have another practice this evening. I think it's 5 until 7. Um, But the media availability and whatnot will come after the morning practice. And we'll uh, visit with the Pelicans after practice and share some more of that with you tomorrow. But here today... We'll take the interview that John DeShazer did yesterday on Media Day with Omer Ashik, the new starting center for the Pelicans. Now, you've been a Pelican for a few weeks now. Uh, just talk about how you adjusted to the team and how you found these guys as teammates. I've actually been here only a week. I was in the national team in the World Championship. But as much as I can see, everybody's so nice and like uh, great guys. All the coaches are great people. Uh, I'm really excited to be here. Now, you've played against these guys, several of them before, not having played with them, but just talk about how your skills will fit with this team, what's going to be your role. Uh, I'm always a like, defensive player, and I'll try to help my team on defensive and rebounding. So... Uh, I'll just try to do my best on the court, winning the games. You've been in the league for a while. What is is there anyone Anthony reminds you of, or have you played with a teammate like him before? Uh, I haven't, I think, uh, and he reminds me of a little bit Kevin Garnett, how he blocks the shots and defense and on the offensive end too. This coaching staff, what did, what do you know about them, or had you heard much about them before you before you arrived here? Of course, I heard like uh, they're really focusing on defense, and uh, so that's really good for me too. Like my best part as a player, so they will help me a lot too. Yeah. Your conversations with Coach Williams, what are they like? I mean, is that pretty much what he says? He's going to stress defense, or is he? You know, saying I want to expand some things for you, or 
Yeah, we haven't talked too much yet. I've just been here, mm-hmm. but uh, the training camp starting tomorrow, so we show everything. He asks everything what to do, and we just learn and try to do everything we can. You know, we know you guys are professionals, obviously, but when you go from one team to the other, is it, is it pretty unsettling for you? Is it, you know, you're going into an unknown, you've kind of, kind of gotten accustomed to one place, or is it, you know, just kind of business as usual, let's go? I mean, do you have to pretty much drop your whole life and say, okay, now i got to move? This is like our life, our job, so whatever it takes to do it, and I, since I came here, I feel like a home. There is nothing different. So I'm just like uh, happy to be here in this city and part of this team. When you played against this team as an opponent, what did you what did you think of it? Uh, the most important thing I realized that they never give up, even if they go down or they go up, or they always fight end of the game. So. This was it. Now, you played for your national team this summer at, at, at FIBA, but what are some of the things you're working on on your game that you want to kind of improve or implement to the, to the, to the Pelicans? Uh, of course, offensive ends. Uh, I just need to be uh, finish better on the rim and uh, put better screens to open up good positions to my teammates. Are you looking forward to working with Anthony Moore or against him in practice? Because, I, as you mentioned, he blocks shots and all those kind of things. Are you looking forward to, to working against a guy who's at his level or working with him? The practice is always to learn the system and make the teammates eat, make each other better. So, of course, uh, in the practice we had to just play as hard as we can to make each other better. I can't wait to see the guys get together and uh, I think that we'll see probably a little taste of it this weekend when they open preseason play against the Miami Heat on Saturday night at Louisville, Kentucky. There are seven preseason games and then the opener, as you know, is October the 28th. Back to wrap things up here on the Black and Blue Report for this Tuesday in just a moment and I will also include a note about possible tickets for this weekend's Saints game. Smoothie King asks, what's your purpose? My name is Trish, and I want more balance in my life. I feel like all I do is rush from one place to the next and end up grabbing a burger along the way. And then I feel guilty, and I start thinking, I need to spend an hour on the elliptical, but I don't have time. I want to eat better. I want to feel better. That's my purpose. We can blend that. Find your balance with the new Greek yogurt smoothies naturally powered by Chobani. Find pleasure in your purpose at Smoothie King. Stay up to date on the latest breaking New Orleans Saints news by downloading the team's official app presented by Verizon. Check out the 2014 schedule, league standings, and statistics. Plus, have access to watch live press conferences with Coach John Payton and players while reliving your favorite Saints moments. The Saints app makes the perfect game day companion with a detailed map of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome highlighting the facility's amenities. The free New Orleans Saints app presented by Verizon is available to download on iTunes and Google Play. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Saints and Buccaneers, obviously, this weekend, and usually uh, tickets are hard to come by. But, again, I don't have the latest number. I hope they're not all gone. Well, I mean, I hope they're all gone, but there still may be some left. Uh, We told you at the end of last week that Tampa Bay had let go of their 
the rest of their allotment of tickets for the game, and those are now on sale. Might want to check all of the usual Saints ticket outlets, especially here at Airline Drive, uh, to see if you can snatch one of those things up for the noon kickoff on Sunday. All right, thanks to John DeShazer and uh, Omer Ashik today for uh, their visits. Also, Scott Smith from Buccaneers.com and Jonathan Goodwin, too. Good Good show here on this Tuesday. More Saints, more Pelicans uh, all tomorrow, uh, including some national perspective, I'm hoping, uh, from Fox regarding Sunday's game between the Saints and the Buccaneers. Hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. Enjoy the weather, and we'll see you right back here from Studio B for tomorrow's Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.